1: podcast you're listening to the joe rogan experience review what a bizarre thing we've created now with your host adam Thorne. Oh, This might either be the, the
0: worst, worst podcast Sunday. or the best Two,
1: one of all time. one Two, go one. enjoy the show hey guys and welcome to another episode of the JRE review uh got some interesting folks this week neil degrasse tyson obviously my favorite with the three um joined as always by Garrett. How you doing, bud? What is up, folks? How we do it? Oh, happy Thursday. So we had the mayor. We had Oh we had John Danaher too. He, I don't know, maybe he was my favorite. Um over Neil. The, ma- the mayor. And then the mayor. Mayor. The mayor,
0: May Mayor.
1: So mayor. mayor Steve Adler, he's the mayor of Austin. Um. Obviously, he's called cool. Joe. Is getting hooked up with all the powerful people there oh, now. Just, yeah. Have you been to Austin?
0: I haven't. No. Oh, it's a cool town. I don't know what it's like now, but I've been there one time. It was was it? Time. Just like the like the i don't want to call it street people but like the musicians on the street are like better than fucking hollywood <laughs> like they're amazing the talent out there is real good when it comes to music for sure and i know the comedy scene's obviously growing but music out there yeah is-
1: what well, joe's been talking about how they have like really pretty legit open micers out there like there's a good scene for it so right. maybe it's just you know when when you get a place that's like full of kind of artistic people uh it's yeah cool yeah it's gonna make for sure gonna make the you know a good comedy scene too i'm sure that's part of it i wonder if that correlates what what was your take on the mayor what was your like overall feeling he seemed pretty honest to me like
0: yeah i i I like the that
1: the
0: then when they were talking about the homeless situation i mean i think ultimately i i'm wondering that here in venice like i like it's so weird dude you go to gold's gym and there's like a Lambo, and then like just tents, mm-hmm. and then there's a and then there's a Range Rover on this side of the street, and there's fucking tents on the other side of the street, and it's like, like at least they were starting to talk about solutions. You know what I mean? Like there was like I think that's ultimately what we need to start just yeah. rather than ignore. We all have to just acknowledge it, and the fact that he was talking about how we've we've just been like putting it under. The, like just on the back burner all the time it's like it needs to be acknowledged I don't know who needs to step up and do that because it's like me as an outsider being like something needs to happen about this and it's like well then I should take some kind of action I just don't know where you start on something
1: like that yeah he seemed to have the most actionable um solution that I've ever heard from anybody right? that um you know most people like you said they're just like I don't know what to do Fuck it but he was right. saying that um, Houston had like a good program, good process for dealing with this. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of it stems from, uh, you know, they started working on this project a-, a long time ago. You know, like the 10 years ago, they started right. working on it. And that was when it really needed to happen. And now, a lot of places are kind of behind. Yeah, this is the aftermath of not acknowledging it, basically. Yeah, right? something like that
0: so so i don't I don't know like you said too I think that that he's a rational level level headed guy you know what I mean like it's so crazy I don't know if you not to compare to Newsom, but like I don't know if you've seen these things he's like offering like like money for people to get the vaccination and he just said something about i just saw something stupid on somebody posted it like it was like some groundbreaking thing he's like california will not stop doing to-go drinks now that covid's over <laughs> it was like that was like supposed to be like the caveat or something to like that he's doing something good it's like get the fuck <laughs> out of here get out of here like i, I i'm just like done completely done yeah i my buddy lives i'm amazed
1: that guy to be honest
0: dude i mean it's like a twilight zone i don't know it's like and. It's like we're watching it unfold in front of our faces. So to hear, to get back, let's get yeah, back yeah. To the guy from, he he is a good reflection of what you would want out of a mayor, I think. Like, he's been in the city for whatever, 20 years, and knows, it sounds like he's like a very knowledgeable, obviously, on everything that's going on in the city, and he seems to have a good perspective on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, and he even took a bit of shit from Joe about going on vacation and then telling people not to go on vacation, and... He, I think right. he took it quite humbly. To be honest, I mean, he's like, yeah, he took, I he took up, it in stride. Should have done that. That's
0: but how you should take shit. That's how everybody should take shit. It's like if you ever acknowledge it, then you can move on. Like that's even newsome for that case. You know what I mean? Don't try and hide shit. Be like, you know what? I made a mistake. I think we talked about that even while it was going on, and why that whole situation. Whenever it was fucking
1: like the boy who cried wolf, I certainly would have respected him it. More. Was like, dude, dude, to be honest, Houston Newsom could have done everything the same way he did it, but if he had just come out and been like, "Look, I know this all sucks, but we're being extra precautious, uh, extra cautious." Like, if he just took like accountability for like how much of a struggle it was, <laughs> instead of we're doing everything the best way, right? I'm like, Fuck you, dude
0: dude what if donald trump did that like what if anybody in that kind of situation did that you'd appreciate it so much more just like authenticity and transparency goes so far so. like it's it, i i know so just from my own personal relationships it's like they're trying to do this like i don't know i i, I don't know how to describe it it's yeah. interesting
1: but but act. you know it's, it for people to say oh but that's how they have to act but you see this mayor, no. Steve. He, he doesn't, he's not like that. He didn't, no. he doesn't need to he's be and approaching, he's doing f- pretty good. I mean, what? look at the troubles he had when he got into term. There was the bombings, multiple hundred year storms, right. droughts, then co- oh, COVID. I, yeah, I he, mean, talk about how crazy. a headache of a job.
0: Two, two hundred, two hundred year storms within like however long, right? Yeah. It was some like preposterous. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like he's weathered the storm pretty well. Like I, that's the guy. We'll tr- we'll do a trade for Newsom if you guys want to do a trade.
1: I've, i I think I think they just fire Newsom into the ocean if you took him down to Austin. That,
0: that's fine. Yeah, that's wherever fine, he mate. needs
1: to go. They, could you believe that L well, A has? I don't know if it's L A or California, but they had the one billion dollar budget for the billion. Congress.
0: Billion, billion. Okay, and that's what I was raising the red flag. Like, okay, we have a million dollar, bu- billion dollar budget. What are we doing? Have you been on the board? Yeah. What? Where is
1: this money going? Couldn't you give what, all what, of them a hundred grand then? How many hundred thousand yeah, dollars is that? I, a lot. But the, what does
0: that? That's that's what does that mean? We're a billion dollar budget. Like, what what is it? Because they're not providing housing. What like who who and what is the billion going towards? Is my is my curiosity
1: yeah i don't like i have no idea but
0: i do like the fact i, I granted i don't really deal with traffic because i don't commute very often but the, the fact that they talk about traffic and whatnot in austin is kind of funny <laughs> did you did you ever experience that in la you didn't really
1: have to no i a, didn't like have uber a car so i never really i mean sometimes i would have to take an uber somewhere and it would get You know, take a long time, or if I was on my motorcycle. But with a motorcycle, you can lane split, so it's a little, little bit of yeah. That's good. That's pretty safe. Uh, Supposedly, that that actual lane splitting lane is like the safest place to be when you're on a bike. Most accidents happen when you're in the middle of the lanes, like when you're like where Mm. the rest of the cars are. So it seems it seems like that would be a dangerous spot because of what you're doing, but. well, I just feel like anybody
0: could open their door. Granted, people don't open their doors very frequently, but I've seen it happen on a skateboard in my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's so. possible. I never, I always did it really slowly. I was like a, a slow right. motorcycle rider. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's LA anyway. Like, they're just right. a lot of careless drivers out there, to be honest. That's probably For like sure. anywhere, though, really. Is it still snowing there? No, it's sunny now. It's like 90. 90 five degrees today
0: that's crazy you told me that stat that like montana is the one spot that has snow every day i've never stopped
1: and the most snow (laughs) they ever had in montana i think was like 23 inches in a day somebody told me this at the at a hot springs the other day so i i haven't verified it but it happened in july so like mid july Mm -hmm. was the most snowfall ever i'm like wait when Meanwhile, that's
0: the one. I mean, one of the few, one of the things I do not miss about Arizona—the heat, dude. very. Now that I've been in this weather and this climate for the past three or four years, it's like I, I don't have any desire to go back to that heat. I when I was there, I was like, "I'll weather it," but I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the weather right now on the iPhone, and it's all suns, sixty-six. Yeah, 64, there's a there's 63. a fine
1: line. It right. really is. I mean, even down in the valley, it gets super uncomfortable. So, oh, for people yeah. to be like, oh, LA weather's the best, I'm like, no, I don't agree. I think four blocks in from the ocean is good. And anything beyond yeah. that yeah, yeah. In, in certain parts of the summer just is too hot.
0: Well, in that case, I'm fortunate to be the four blocks yeah, in. Pre- now. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, you're like 20 <laughs> blocks in. No, no. I mean,. Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't get hot no. here ever. Well, that was like a really short podcast, the, the one the mayor was on. I guess he, yeah. like, that may be the shortest Rogan podcast I've ever seen. I was thinking the reason
0: was because his time's got to be pretty valuable. It,
1: probably you know. true, yeah. I mean, he probably, uh, I don't know. He, would, it, There might be some backlash, I was thinking,
0: if he were to do like a three- three-hour podcast on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day he did it. He was like, what are you doing? Or somebody would say that. The fact that I could just... That's true. That yeah, he's probably opinion. just
1: super busy. Yeah, yeah. He's, right. he's super busy. All right, let's jump over to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, You know what's interesting? Like, I love this guy and I love hearing him talk. But I listened to one of his uh, older podcasts on Rogan. And, and then right. this one as well. And... I'm not going to say it's like samey, but he has a tendency to argue with Joe or like vice versa. Like they get into it sometimes, like just the way we're kind of, it's like friendly, but, but Neil like hammers his points home. Like he, he does that pretty hard.
0: I feel like, I feel like Joe kind of debunks his points pretty well. Whenever Joe's confident about what he's like, what were they talking about? Like Camaros or. I can't remember. He was trying to make some reference, and Joe's like, "No, yeah, that. no, bad." <laughs> he's just like, "Right?" He's like, "Don't do that." No,
1: you're, no, you're wrong. Yeah, I, I just, you what? know, he, he did have some good points about the UFO shit, though. Like, it's hard to deny. Dude, he's like, seen- he's just like, "Nah, no, not buying it." Why would they? Like, with all these cameras, we'd have better evidence. Like, and and when you do take a step back and you think, with these.
0: I started thinking of it from that, that perspective, and the, and the more that started, no, no, it's, the, the more that he, the, the more that Joe talks about them being like drones, I was like, that makes a lot more sense. I could see that. It in-
1: it does, right? Yeah. What well, I think even what Joe's saying makes sense, but it, it when Neil talks about, well, did they really see this, or was this just sensors? And could the sensors, even if there's multiple sensors, like what what is it really picking up? And why don't we have better evidence and it you know, and then he right. talked about the flight path over the earth, like I don't know if you've seen those pictures, but it shows all the flights for one day, and it covers the whole earth like a ton, like there's so many flights everywhere, yet we're lucky to get one or two scratchy ass <laughs> looking videos a year right. And I'm like, well, I'll hold the phone. Either they're just like barely here, barely doing anything, or really fucking good at hiding, or it's just, you know, it's just kind of mostly not happening. I don't know. I just, I was,
0: I was, ha- I was having this conversation with my girl last night too. Like, do you think they'd be hostile? Like, I feel like the hostility is a, a, like such a human vanity mind. Like y thought process. Like if they're that advanced, I feel like they're so much smarter and don't even waste time on like I don't want to say feelings because I, I, I feel like that's a, one thing that makes humans pretty authentic and like humane. different than every other species. Humany, <laughs> yeah, that's probably the way to put it. But but the fact that they'd be hostile just seems like uh, they'd be like why are these dumb idiots doing what they're doing like i just feel like they'd be that far advanced cuz it's like it almost feels that way being a human like talking about politics and stuff it's like how are we still doing all this dumb well, shit well i don't i don't and, like, think that we're... they're
1: going to attack us cuz they haven't right? right they just haven't attacked us so i'm like they probably right. won't do that but at the same time if it if we're talking about like their whatever vehicles they have if we start fucking with their vehicles trying to shoot them or or like knock them out of the sky they don't have to be an aggressive race to like want to defend that vehicle in the sense of like hey we need to keep this functioning so why not yeah you know disable the thing that's kind of trying to blow us out of the sky that sort of thing i mean to me that would make sense i'd be like okay that's reasonable that they would do that Drone technology, drone technology
0: seems like a lot more feasible. I don't know, I, but at the same time, like the universe is so fucking huge. Like the way they were talking about, what do you think about that simulation theory?
1: Oh, that it could be all just a simulation. I, I, I still, I, I do don't really get. Do that. you like understand you, kind of what the theory is? I mean, I'm not saying no, I do, you, but like basically, it breaks down into some other race. No, maybe a race or like a being or something more intelligent has basically made what is for all intensive purposes a program that runs and we are the in the program. So this one cool story that I read like a long time is like a short fictional story, just like sci-fi. But it was about the small box that was on this in this place. Like it was like a planet, but it, the small box was like the size of a shoebox. And it had a program running that had an entire universe inside. And it was a quantum computer that could calculate a universe from the very beginning of its conception to the very end. And it was just running. So it really wasn't like time was the same. Like the whole program had already kind of ran through almost instantaneously and it just ran. But... As it did it, like the, it calculated every atom and every movement for like billions of years. And then at some point during that program, life existed, just like it's doing in the Big Bang. And there were, you know, people or things alive that could think and do things. And it just calculates all of the thoughts and all of the motions and all of the energy. And it just does that. But it was it was a cool story because it's just like oh in the size of the shoebox and the 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 people on the outside of it didn't know what was happening inside the container like it was like a sealed thing. I can't remember the point of the story, but it was just talking about what the simulation theory could be. So the idea is they once they make one whatever this race is, they could make millions of these programs, and we might just be a part of one of them. And what would they do it for? Who knows? Like maybe just to run different scenarios or just to try out different types of universes and see what happens. But the, the point is we would never know. That's the point. Like it would be indistinguishable from if it was just this random event, which in a sense, most people believe that's what it is. But I don't really see the point because it. what does it change? Does it change you. anything? Thanks. Does it I'm gonna take some mushrooms? Yeah. Does it and try and try
0: and be try and become one with Mother Nature? Yeah,
1: right. Does it is it supposed to make us more enlightened? Is there a point? Can you win the game? Is it a game? I don't know. Who fucking knows? ah uh, uh, that's a good question. I, <laughs>
0: I I don't know.
1: I mean I don't think we're supposed to know. I don't think that's helpful. Maybe we'd feel terrible. Yeah, I could say. <clears throat> I like experiencing life, though.
0: Like I, 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 Joe makes reference to it too. He's like, I, I like what I'm doing. I like I, I like the feeling of conscious life. I like, mm. Um, I don't. I don't want to just feel like I'm existing. If you ever feel like you're just existing, you're like, you gotta find.
1: Uh, so I get some days feel like that. When you're waiting in line at the DMV, it feels like that yeah
0: you got it. that's why you gotta work out every day <laughs> i was thinking about that like i literally I've, I've, I've thought to myself too i've said this to you it's like people like take days off and say like, do you not brush your teeth like that's how I. that's how i've started to think of it like because everything else gets a lot easier whenever you fucking choose some hard work you choose the hard shit and then the rest of the day gets a lot easier you're talking about those like cold plunges and just discipline in the mind, and the sauna, and the gym, and everything. It's like it seems like the things when you when you put your mind to something and do the hard thing, the rest of the day gets easier. And I think that if that's the case in the simulation, we're living it pretty good.
1: Yeah what do you what do you do on those days where you just like can't bring yourself to do anything? Like let's say you've had some bad news, or you just had a shitty day, or maybe a, a bunch of shitty days, or you're just stressed out. Like, what is your process then for uh, like getting through the day and just getting on with um, it? I think that you have a you have a responsibility to yourself,
0: like to earn every day that you get. Like, I I, I know that sounds cliche or something. Like high school football <laughs> talking bullshit but it's real it's it's a real thing it's like and i also I, I i was thinking about getting this tattooed but i have like reason with a greater sign over excuse and then i have my two parents underneath that passed away a long time ago and it's like you can make any situation in life either a reason to be better or an excuse to be worse anything 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 that's a that's a full blanket statement on any situation that happens people do it with cancer people do it with all kinds of life issues that life shit that throws at you so it's like you can choose any narrative you want but pressure makes diamonds and all these like cliche things there's a reason they're they're there you know what i mean like you either got to make things a reason or an excuse it's like you will wake up and be like man i'm hung over or I had I just got some terrible news. It's like, well, then there's a reason to go be better.
1: Yeah, it's tough on or those days, though, help. man. Like some people that suffer yeah, from man. like real depression or anxiety, and that kind of it's all consuming. Like I've said, I've said that to you too. It's like
0: that if you want if you want to come to the gym with me, uh, like you say, like depression or anxiety. You can, that's fine. You can have that. And then come to, come work out with me for two hours. And then we'll see if you
1: have time to feel anxious or depressed. I think it's more complicated I've never, than that, man. Some people... Oh, I think
0: it's absolutely more complicated than that. And I'm not trying to sell that short because I have depression too, dude. Like, I think we all get in those ruts. And I'm not saying... I'm just saying it just... It is definitely more complicated than that. Uh, I, want to I get many, what you're saying. Like, if,
1: if someone can, like, drag you to do something right. possibly active it can tell me, it can like shift you in some it direction. will
0: there's It's never no one's ever gone to the gym or done something hard physically and then after the fact then like oh man i wish i did not done that everyone's like oh. every single time i've never in 10 years of going to the gym i've never gotten home and been like man i wish i didn't do that that's never happened one time and i don't think it ever would that's my like anxiety and anxiousness are like i get it i get it because i get the same way like in a depression too like you'd be i'd be naive to say that i couldn't recognize that i have those days and I, it's just a weird thing to say days too like I've, I've tried to steer clear of saying i'm having a bad day so like you're having a bad moment because if you say you're having a bad day that's consuming you have 365 days in a year and if you're saying i have one bad one it's like come on man that's not time to have a bad day, of bad moments, and then you adjust to the situation and you're either resilient or you're not. Hmm. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean it's it is tough on those days though because you could have you can have a lot of good days in a row, and then when you get that one bad day, because of the thoughts that kind of come with it, it does right. shift you in a sense of But is
0: everything supposed to be perfect? Like No, I, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that.
1: It just feels uncomfortable it just feels uncomfortable and it's hard to do that un-
0: that, that, un- that un- i i i'm contigo amigo I'm with <laughs> you. I, I feel that same w- I feel that same way but i even like I, I i there's been a shift and i was telling you when the hot water heater broke and the, like those bad days but and that sounds like a preposterous fucking thing because i realize that's first word well off, but your but room like, flooded that
1: kind of blows
0: right but but those like but those moments I, like literally the first thing that pops into my head is like okay now i will never discount i never did but i just this re reaffirms how good i do have it and even when like literally like a fucking car almost hit me today when i'm coming down i almost hit ruka and i'm fucking screaming at this lady that she's cruising down and then literally, I was like, thank you so much, God, for letting us be safe. That's the first thought that goes through my head. And as I'm cruising down, the fucking two people roll both their windows down. I'm like, we're so sorry. And I was like, are you going to keep You're gonna keep this up? And I was like, it's all good. Just threw the hand up, like, moving forward. Yeah. You know I mean, to try not to
1: do that again. <laughs> That's kind of nice. They <laughs> like, stop, though, But uh, that Yeah, response. I mean, it, you was know, like, if they don't, the, or they double down and get right. at, like, shitty with you, you're like, well, now... <laughs> The whole universe is now a little bit t- shittier because of this. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I I agree completely. But it's like you can only stay so mad for so long and that I mean that that thought right there relates back to like the newsome thing we were just talking about. It's like that moment, like that second, like even if you knew some shit and it didn't be right, this whole like is pride that important or is it like like is that the thing? Because I Again, it comes back to that. I just wanna be informed. I wanna do what makes the most sense. But this whole like facade and pride, like it seems so caveman.
1: Yeah. Well, right? I I think it's like a chain reaction to things. Like sometimes people will have like three or four shitty things happen even in their day, and then then right. they make a mistake and they're not in a mindset to like even take responsibility for it. Then they double down and then they get right. angrier and it's I think that's a common cycle. It's tough to break. I mean, look, with that thought, let's yeah. jump on to the John Danaher one because what I think is interesting about him and goes a lot with what we're saying is like mindfulness. And he's Doing being a philosopher it. and teaching it. And then you're talking about like workouts, making you feel better. Like to think that he went from a philosopher like Columbia or something to right. so training jujitsu – at the very highest level and bringing that philosophy in, I mean, he's probably drawing some direct parallels with like the engagement of physical activity, knowing your body and, and in a very specific elite way. And then, you know, tapping that into like competition and being an ultimate winner. I mean, he has Gordon Ryan, like the greatest fucking jujitsu guy of all time on his team and i've been watching a lot of gordon's videos online and you know what he's he's only 25 he is an absolute wizard at jiu-jitsu it's just phenomenal how he is wow and you know he owes it all to john and in fact in the link in the bio for this or, or like the little it's called the bio right like just the description yeah, 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 I yeah i should know but i'm gonna put a video link in there for you guys if you for the listeners if you want to watch it it's like a i guess it's like one of those youtube motivational videos but it's where john talks about how you can completely change yourself in about five years like completely change it If if you don't like your life or how you behave or you're angry or addicted or you've just got some habits that you know are just not working for you like listen to this i mean it doesn't give you like the direct step by step on how to do it but like it's a well thought out like six minute video of just of just hearing that that kind of change is possible because i think people feel like they're stuck sometimes in their own bad habits and i get it it's fucking hard as shit to change and make positive changes it's usually very uncomfortable and quite painful um, and it means you got to sacrifice doing a lot of things that you probably really enjoy and that are quite fun escapes for you, like drinking a lot or, you know, eating terrible food, but, um, it's just cool to hear the way that he breaks it down. I mean, he just seems like such a thoughtful person. He does say, um, a lot, Jeez. which is really annoying. I wish you wouldn't do that. Sorry, John, <laughs> but if you could just work on your podcast voice a little bit, keep Keep the ums out, but I, I,
0: I. That's funny you say that because I didn't even actually realize that. But um, that's because yeah, you know do it. Else. <laughs> I'll do three to four. I'll do three to four ums here. Um, no, I thought he. The way Joe described it too, he said you were something out of a a uh, like a comic book. Because the fact that he's doing seven days a week and he, it, it was interesting. He was like, you don't have any relationship. You don't have any kids. All you have is jujitsu and that's pretty interesting
1: the way you described it that. almost sounded like Seven a bit of an insult it's like you don't have kind of but I- except <laughs> did you hear that
0: i i think he was just more paying attention to the fact that there's not a lot of people like him on
1: he's there a there. very special there. guy when it comes to coaching i right. mean the i'm what he has uh sacrificed to make that team amazing is really unbelievable and if you listen to the gordon ryan podcast which is actually one we didn't review for some reason i wish we had i don't know why i skipped that one in that week there must have been other good people but i listened to it actually um along with this one like just to get more in-depth understanding of who john is but uh some of the things that john does to to like be a great i mean he's like the, their striking coach their jiu coach their like everything coach and you right. just can't find that i mean no wonder he's making the best um jiu team on the planet and and really is known as like the greatest coach ever i mean wow right. unbelievable i actually didn't know who that guy was you're
0: more well versed in this realm than i am but i didn't know who he was prior to the podcast and i i
1: felt very i felt better
0: to know him after the fact <laughs> i'll just say that
1: yeah I, I liked what he was saying i mean he's known as a leg lock guy in a leg lock school but he had a really interesting breakdown about because you know with the different jujitsu schools i've trained at they have each school has their things that they prefer to do and my school in santa monica um i used to one of the coaches there was pretty close to. And uh, when I'd go write comedy, he'd write screenplays, and we'd just meet up for coffee, whatever. And occasionally we'd get bored and just start talking about jiu And he had a lot of feelings about, like, the idea of, like, focusing on leg locks and, like, the pros and cons of it. And, I mean, he just he's just not that super into it. And he was a very good jujitsu practitioner. Right. He was excellent at what he did but it's interesting yeah. how you get these like little schools of thought. But what I liked about what John was saying when it came to jujitsu is like, obviously your legs are much stronger than your arms. So if you, yeah, if you yeah, think yeah. of that sport from that aspect of power and, and how yeah. you can use this much stronger part of your body to just get position and keep moving and, and yeah, um, it, it, I mean it, not only makes a lot of sense. Of course, it would. He's one of the best coaches of all time. But it it just changed the way that I think about even my game. Like that's not a strong part of my game. I don't focus on things in that area. And dude, I'm looking at my I'm looking at
0: my arms in comparison to my legs right now. I have skinny, weak legs, but they're still two times the size of my arms.
1: Yeah, and they they hold you up all day. You just walk around all right. day without sweating. You just go for a walk. Yeah. I mean, you can't walk on your yeah. hands for five minutes, right? That's you point. know, it's he raised he he raised that point to it. Basically, that yeah, that's basically how he said it. Some of the history of the right. jiu-jitsu was interesting. Like, I didn't know that the triangle, doing the triangle choke, wasn't really seen until like 1910. Didn't even get into jujitsu wow. until the 70s. Like most martial arts mm. are so old you know karate taekwondo right. i mean this shit is like goes way back the tra- without much change but jiu is is very new really i mean did you notice the did you notice the way he said jujitsu? oh yeah jiu-jitsu it? <laughs> i don't know how he said it, but yeah, well I but he knew the names of it. all of it like he called the kimura yeah, like, oh, yeah. so the kimura is called i'm sure the he i'm sure he u-do, does do what was it called Ude Garami is like a Japanese name. Yeah, so. I can't remember. Yeah, he said it. But he was like, "Yep, yeah, that's a different name." That,
0: right. He definitely knows his shit. My point was it just was a, even the way he said the word was
1: <laughs> it, Yeah, it's like people that that when they go to an Italian restaurant, they have to pronounce right. everything with that accent. Un- yeah, it's not good enough right. that they just say it. They have to be like, yeah. yeah. Fettuccine. <laughs> You're like, all right, bro, chill out. Calm yeah, down. calm down. You're from, you're, you're,
0: from, you're from Florida. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll have the dominoes. Yeah, really. Number two. <laughs> it's about as classy as we are. Right, it's a true mm. story. Mm. Oh, what did you think about the speed bag thing? I know you've been rocking the speed bag. They were like, what does that even do? I kind of always wondered that. Dude, I'm like, what's timing, I guess? But like nobody punches like it
0: that. And t- definitely you're not punching the way I'm punching the speed bag. I mean, I send you videos all the time of what I'm doing. I it, I think... Just keeping your arms up above your shoulders in general, and and the timing is, is a. I, I try and do it for a hundred seconds at a time. Yeah, so you like, do get
1: a good pump on. You that, should learn to do it properly yeah, though. That like rabbit hitting uh, is is like. Oh, I love that rabbit. People, I, I love that rabbit. Yeah, but it's just not how you do that. You got to let yeah, it bounce forward i don't have to let it well uh, that's true but you might actually enjoy it more (laughs) get different combos in like actually work on your. no i do i i i will say i saw this
0: older gentleman today right next to me Just going bing 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 like like he had a good a good uh i need to work on it i'll
1: I'll give you that i'll work well i sent you that video you could practice that if you want okay, to impress me it. with your I've, skills I've, look man I've, if you're gonna do it every day you might as well actually get good at it if you did it that same way right. for 10 years and then that was all you could do i'd be like this was a wasted opportunity i mean you were doing it anyway all right all right guys you're hearing this i will i will be better i'll start posting all right things. good and you know what let's make a challenge you got six months to come up with like a real legit boxer combo and we'll post it on the pod and then our listeners can see how much of a dork you are with a fucking speed bag. Maybe I just fucking smoked Jake Paul. And- <laughs> yeah, good, good <laughs> luck. He's probably training with like the best trainers on the planet. Yeah, he, he yeah, but don't train. He doesn't watch David Goggins. Yeah, that's right. that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, talking about that, I actually got a weight vest that came, so I'm gonna start hiking with oh, that. Not, bitch. I think to, I think to I think today might have been the Murph day.
0: I saw a few people. Is it? Uh, I think that was people, last week, saw. actually. Yeah, How I think because
1: yeah, some people, people did that them. last week. That's that's a great thing. We did that last year. Why didn't we do it this year? Dude, Crazy,
0: dude! I remember when you told me about it, and then I ended up doing that for 155 days in a row. The thousand thousand reps after you told me about the Murph, I modified the Murph myself. And that's, I got through COVID doing that because I couldn't go to the gym. So I did that every day and posted it on Instagram like
1: a huge door. Oh, was that those sped up videos you were doing? Every
0: day. I didn't miss wow. a day for literally for you, man. For half a year. And and then Gold's opened up and I haven't missed that Did you – wait, like, you didn't do the there.
1: run though, right? You just did the movements?
0: I didn't do the mile. No, I didn't. Funny you say that because I did – I was running three miles a day. And then I can't remember when it was, but all of a sudden like I – it was like probably three or four months ago on the first, I remember I was just running down the boardwalk and I tweaked something in my ankle and I was like, hmm, just on a normal run. I've been doing three, four, five miles every single day. And then I was like randomly on the first, I was just saying, like, hmm, that was for 30 Oh, days that's when I you fucked like, up your ankle, I remember. I try to like I try to like outrun it, and then I was like, yeah, Yo, you can't move for some reason." And it, I didn't do anything. It
1: was interesting. Mm.
0: It was like maybe my body was my body was like, "All right, you just need to slow down." For
1: well, a you know, and that's a that's a point that he made that John Danaher made when he was talking about Gordon Ryan. Like, so Gordon's not super right. explosive, and he's not super flexible, right. which are usually two really important things in jiu-jitsu, But he's so technical and strong and heavy that like he makes that work. And I guess even not that heavy because when he rolls at heavyweight, there's much heavier guys. It's just techniques perfect. And then Joe said, right. why not make him more flexible? And John talked about how that it's like, okay, yeah, he could be more flexible, but then you're training to a weakness rather than just focusing right. on his strengths. So in the same way you're saying, like everything there, you could do it, that you were training towards your strengths. You're running was maybe not the strongest part of you and yeah ended in an injury but that's an interesting thing to think of because sometimes you think well i'm going to take the weakest part of my game whatever area like i'm not as good at and focus on that but in in a sense if you've got like a really heavy left hook you definitely want to perfect that before you worry about you know the weaker areas yeah i think that's just two different schools
0: of thought i think that if you know you got something, you should focus on the other things that you need to develop a little bit more too. But I agree. Ever since we've listened to that guy talking about rucking, all I do is go up and downstairs with heavy shit now. That's all I do. You've been rucking. I just hold. <clears throat> I I mean, you said it's boring. I listen to Joe, and I just hold two twenty-pound dumbbells and go up and down the apartment stairs a hundred times. Literally, you are <laughs> an animal when it comes to your workouts for sure. <laughs> i get too bored with that shit i'm like eh, i'm mixing it up again. oh it's well i can't just like sit and listen i have to be doing something I either mean, skateboarding shooting shots walking up and
1: downstairs but in order for me to like listen to stuff it's hard for me to just sit and listen. Mm, well for three hours i think it's hard for anyone i i'd be interested to know like how most people listen to podcasts they probably i like it the most when i'm driving that's a good point.
0: Yeah. I mean I I, I, I don't I, I haven't watched anything really good on Netflix or any of those like streaming sources in a while. So it's like I just watch Joe on, on my days off, to be honest. And I could watch him for hours, but normally when I'm doing the stairs of the gym, that's when I turn on podcasts and I'm just fire it up. Yeah.
1: That's a good time to do it. Yeah. I mean it, you kind of just want yeah. it somewhat playing in the background. I mean it's a little different kind of for us, I guess, because we have to attempt to pay slightly more attention if we can because we're dumb and we're going to forget what the fuck to talk about but um it it still kind of eases it through if if you're doing something interesting you know i agree
0: it's funny you say that too i was just thinking about what it said it said june 15th what did it say um mask enforcement will ease up that's what it said at gold's gem
1: on the print oh well ease up i thought that june 15th was like (laughs) completely (laughs) gone mask rules no i i got i got a dude i really people just don't know i don't think they know it's gone here you don't have to wear it anywhere in in bozeman as far as i know that's
0: amazing
1: yeah we'll see we'll see they I don't think you're
0: gonna get. I don't think. You, I, I guess it's all situational, but I don't think you're gonna get that much pushback. Like, I don't really wear it. Like, dude, if you saw me at Golds, I'm fucking soaking in sweat, and if even I've never had an, like a Golds employee I'd be like, "All right, can you
1: throw a, a face diaper on?" <laughs> please, so. Can you cover your filthy sweaty face, please, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Animal. Right. It's dude, a hard that's sell. It. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the week of podcasts from Joe uh, John Danaher. Like I said, was an interesting one. So I I like that guy a lot. I I really do want to listen to him on the Lex Friedman one. I'm gonna to have to like yeah, yeah to smash out some time. And then coming up next week, we got Scott Eastwood, who is in the new Guy Ritchie movie that I just recently saw, The Wrath of Man. He's pretty badass in that. And what was so dumb of me? is I knew his name is Scott Eastwood. And I was thinking, you know what? That guy looks a lot like that old um, fucking cowboy guy. And it took me halfway through the movie to remember one Clint Eastwood's name, which just is like the biggest brain fart on the planet because who's more famous than him? And then I'm like, of course that's his son. They look identical. They did after I didn't. To be honest, it's funny you said that because I didn't.
0: I thought the same exact thing, and I was like, "Who would Scott Eastwood be?" And then I was like, "Oh, Eastwood!" Yeah, good
1: dog. <laughs> because like, he said he was in movies. I didn't recognize him from any other movies.
0: He's been in other
1: movies. Oh, uh, the Scott Eastwood guy? Yeah, he's been in a few. I've recognized. I I recognized yeah. him. He's getting bigger maybe now, maybe now, but I'm um anyway, out. that's coming up. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for listening. If you uh have the space in your heart give us a good positive review i know they're very important to garrett because uh it I, helps his self-esteem i shed yeah, tears it, if you I he shed, gets emotional he really tears. does appreciate it it's very nice he texts me yeah, and, and gets excited it's it's great stuff
0: we do it we appreciate you we appreciate each and every one yes
1: yeah. yeah well there's probably a couple we don't appreciate but we- ah yeah there's a <laughs> few of you fucks we don't like but <laughs> But anyway, thanks as always and uh yeah, have a great week, guys. Same time next week. Peace and love. Peace and love,
0: Later. guys.